Welcome to the Reaching New Heights podcast. I'm Megan Gallagher, author, speaker, and mental health advocate. Each week, I'll be sitting down with a new guest. We'll dive into their life story and we'll get to see how they reached new heights. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today on Reaching New Heights podcast with me, Megan Gallagher. Today, I am here with the amazing Nicole Balsamo. She is one of the top wedding photographers in the world, and she is also such a talented singer and songwriter and everything. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for that introduction. (laughs) Yes, and I just think you're so talented. And so I... I'm just so fascinated by you and your journey. Tell me just about growing up and what inspired you to get into photography and just what was like the big inspiration for you growing up? Um, I think for me, um, so I grew up in Michigan. I've only been in L.A. for a little over three years. Mm -hmm. Um, Photography was always a hobby of mine. And I went to Michigan State University. Yes. And I graduated and I just did not want to apply for jobs. It just wasn't in my blood to do a nine to five. And I started nannying for my cousin and I was a full-time nanny for four years. And in that time, she knew that photography was my Mm -hmm. hobby. Mm -hmm. And she was like, why don't you, because I was like, I can't nanny forever. Like, what is my long-term job? Like, what am I going to do? And um, she knew photography was my hobby and Mm -hmm. they had a really nice camera laying around the house. And she was like, well, why don't you just take pictures of the kids? And Mm. And, you know, see where that takes you. And I just was obsessed with it, but I didn't think photography could be a career. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I have to start paying my student loan debt. I have to start paying bills. Like, how am I going to make money? Yes. And that was like a real life problem. And so I, um, she was like, well, you could do wedding photography. You love weddings. Yes. And I remember being a little girl and being a flower girl in a wedding. And I was just obsessed with weddings after that. Yes. And even in college, like I was that creepy girl at parties with my point and shoot, like taking pictures of couples. Like I always was like, I love couples. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think after she said that, I was like, okay, well, let's see. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can do this. And then I have a brother who's 18 months older. So at that time, I think I was 22. And all his friends were getting married. Mm-hmm. And so because I've always been kind of in the creative field growing up in my hometown, yes. I was able to like build a portfolio pretty quick. And I started shooting all my brother's friends' weddings and their engagement Amazing. pictures. And then, yeah, it kind of just took off from there. And then my end goal was to eventually move to L.A. Yes. and do my photography here. Yes. So I built my business for almost five years in Michigan. And then I moved it here. And it's just been great ever since. That's the short version. No, that's... <laughs> That's so inspiring and incredible. Um, When you, because for me, when I was, you know, the transition from when I graduated high school and I moved to L.A., Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, you know, just like Hollywood, blah, 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 blah. Did you have just a moment of when you moved from Michigan to L.A. Mm -hmm. of like, oh, my gosh, like this is a huge step. I'm really doing it or kind of like pinch me moment? Oh, I still have those pinch me moments three and a half years later. Um, I think even for me, like I, like you said, like I sing as well. And so my whole life starting from age 12, like I wanted to move to L.A. for music. Yes. And it was just kind of funny. Like I was pursuing music probably until I started my photography business. Mm -hmm. And then I figured I was actually making money doing photography and music. I was just losing money. Yeah. And so I invested more into that. And so I ended up in L.A. regardless. But um, 
Yeah, when I got here, it was like such a surreal moment of I've literally dreamt of living here since I was a kid. Yes. And I'm finally here. And sometimes I have to like remember that moment because you get so stuck in like, okay, I live here now. I'm used to it. And yes. And I have to remember like, oh, my gosh, like I once dreamt of living here. And now I'm here literally living my dreams. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely have those moments all the time. That's so true because I feel, yeah. you know, of course, when you live anywhere, you just kind of get, you know, used caught, to it. Used mm-hmm. to it. You get caught in the cycle and it's not a negative thing at all, but it's mm-hmm. just, it becomes your new normal. And I feel like it's just so important to continuously remember, oh my gosh, wait, you know, pause for a second. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it. I'm following my dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm taking chances. I'm putting myself out there, which. You know, I'm doing what some people, it's their biggest fear and I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing it and I'm showing up for myself. Yeah, it's honestly like I feel like every time I drive to Malibu or through like the mountains yes. and like see the water, that's yes. when I have those moments of, oh my gosh, like I live here, like I get to live here. That's so incredible. So yeah, definitely um, need to have those moments here and again. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. So when you when you first moved to L.A. versus now, what was the biggest moment of like transformation? Like, was it just for you kind of a gradual build over time of book, get like doing new photo shoots and booking new clients? Or was there one moment, one photo shoot, one client that just mm-hmm. like put you up on another level? Um, I think definitely like starting my business in Michigan, it took a year or two to build clientele to start yes. getting word of mouth. Yeah. So I think my first year in LA was really spent building my network and building my clientele to get that word of mouth. Yes. So I think after the first year, I really started getting more jobs because yeah. my work was like getting out there more. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly was like shooting every single day. I was doing anything and everything for free just to get my name out there. I was basically rebuilding my business. A in true a hustler. <laughs> you, ha- you have to. And I still like have to have that mentality. Um, But I think for clients, um, I kind of, I got lucky with um, one specific client when I moved here. Um, I work with a lot of girls on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. And one of the girls from Michigan I had shot with, and then she connected me with another girl who Mm -hmm. lived in New York, and I shot her right before I moved here. And then there was a specific girl, um, Becca Tilly, who I really wanted to shoot when I moved here. And on her Instagram bio, she had like her publicist email. Yes. And so I took that email address and I sent a vision board to her and said, hey, I'm moving to L.A. This is my work. Um, Mm -hmm. I have this shoot I would love to do. It was like a holiday shoot. Yes. And I was like, I'd love to use Becca for the shoot. If she's interested, like I'm obviously going to do it for free. And she emailed me back right away. We did the shoot. And after that, it was like just word of mouth. So that shoot really helped me in my first like basically month of living here. Yes. Um, That world is so like you work with one person and and the tumbleweed effect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that shoot definitely um, was a good start for me in L.A. So that's incredible. And thank you. I mean, good for you for just being your own advocate and you know being the face of your company and also just putting yourself out there and wearing so many hats and yeah I feel like that's one thing people don't realize about entrepreneurs is you are when you're first starting out it's you're literally putting wearing eight different hats you have to and I still to this day I always say never wait for the work to come to you no matter how successful you are go out and ask for the job that you want Wow. Because you, had I not asked for that, there's, especially in photography, there's so many photographers right. in LA. 
it's not that I'm not good or they don't. It's just that they don't know I exist until I make myself known. Yes. So step out of the box, send them an email, send them a mood board. And yes. then now they know I exist and they like my work. Wow. And so I always say, don't wait for work to come to you. Go out and get it. And you kind of just have to have that mentality as an entrepreneur all the time. Yes. Oh, so. That's so inspiring. And I just it's just so true. It's when we are literally reaching new heights, it's it comes with so many, you know, just emotions and things mm-hmm. and changes and adjustments. And I mean, from, you know, four years ago, like I was doing the thing for free, too. I was mm-hmm. speaking you at have to. YMCA's and Boys and Girls Clubs, literally anything i would mm-hmm. speak at like pta meetings for mom, mom for moms <laughs> at high schools and i would there would be five moms and i but i i showed up you know in the same enthusiastic way every mm-hmm. single time and i never let just i still would just show up as my best self and mm-hmm. i took so much pride in like giving out my business cards and yeah being I on time that. but it just those experiences like do you feel like they truly do train you for when like the big, huge, amazing things happen? 100% because you have to have that knowing how to work hard because the small jobs are just as important as the big jobs. Yes. And I think I I just believe this in general, like when you're passionate about what you do, you Mm -hmm. always go the extra mile. Mm. So whether that's a small job, you're speaking in front of five moms or you're speaking in front of 5,000 people, you should treat them the same. Because yes. that's, you know, that's, you want to do everything in excellence and no matter the job, how big or small it is. That's incredible. I love that. So tell me more about just your childhood and how you developed just a love for taking pictures and music and songwriting and just kind of, did you enjoy the feeling of being able to express yourself and tap into your emotions? Or did you love the feeling of just, performing and being on stage or was it a mixture of both I think it was a mixture I think for me I didn't really grow up in a household where we were like super vulnerable or open with our emotions yeah and so music definitely became an outlet for me to express my feelings and in a way to put words to how I'm feeling because I've never really been good at that so writing lyrics was a way for me to like write out how I'm feeling without having to say it and then I would sing it yeah and so I would say for sure for me even to this day like music is such a good outlet for me to be Mm. vulnerable yeah and share how I feel and then photos it's the same thing yes it's I I mean I remember I I've always been a big journaler I have you know bins and bins and bins and in my childhood room my parents still live in the same house I grew up in um, I will go home sometimes and just reflect on, mm-hmm. you know, from when I was like, my mom had me journaling. She introduced it to me when I was five years old and she would just write down questions and I would answer them and I was experiencing anxiety, I but I never, I never knew what it was. So there are literally journals from 2006, 2007 oh when I'm gosh. in like fifth or fourth grade and she would write down before school because I would say, you know, mom, my stomach hurts, Colin's sick, I can't go to school. And so she would say, okay, Megan, you say that your stomach hurts, but you said that yesterday. And then the day before you said your arm was hurting. So what's mm-hmm. going on? And I would just write down literally IDK. <laughs> I'm like 10 years old, IDK. That's and, true. but that always just, I noticed at a really early age that it just made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Like I took the time to just check in with myself. Yeah. And is that what songwriting feels like for you of just, if there's something going on in your life that you maybe have a hard time expressing to someone or you are you yourself are feeling like 
how what does this mean to me and is that just like helpful like yeah I think journaling and writing music for me has always been a way for me to express how I feel and it definitely makes me feel better after because when I can't put words to how I feel but I'm like strumming my guitar and I'm putting words to it it's like I'm getting it out in a creative way and so it's definitely a healthy way for me to like express my feelings for sure yeah that's so and journaling is just so healthy in general because it's so nice to reflect back on yeah that's so incredible I I just have so much respect for just singers and songwriters and anyone (laughs) who just gets up on stage and literally pours their heart out and it's just because it's it's just so vulnerable and you're doing it and it's just so cool (laughs) thanks yeah I haven't performed in a very long time but I used to do it like a lot like from age 10 until probably 21 I was performing and so now I think I'd be a little nervous. But, yeah, I used to do it all the time. No way. Did you ever go on, like, a tour? Like, Oh, no, not like that. I mean, I did, like, like singing competitions. I was in show choirs mm. my whole life, um, talent shows. I was performing with these rappers for a long time when I was in high school. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was fun. I did. I've tried out for The Voice. I've tried out for American Idol, like, all those types of things. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's so, that's just so cool. So when you are, you know, living in LA and you're following your dreams, do you personally have a self-care routine or something that if you ever do feel overwhelmed when you're just, you know, have a busy schedule and you're just, you know, you're making it happen, you're an entrepreneur, you run your own business, mm-hmm. Do you have something that if you ever feel anxious, you know it works and it's just you're like your go to like Nicole, like girl, you're good. Calm down. Like, yeah, Um, I think that definitely happens often. I think being an entrepreneur, because we always wear so many hats like you talked about, there's definitely moments throughout every day where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like it's like you can't turn it off sometimes. Yeah, it's like you check something off your to do list, but it really doesn't make a difference because then you just have to add something else. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed. Like the list never ends. Yes. And honestly, as an entrepreneur, there's always something you can be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I always said I never wanted a nine to five, but sometimes I'm like, oh, my sister works a nine to five. Like, she, when she gets home from work, like, yes. she's done, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is definitely such a blessing. And I think for me personally, um, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just kind of, journaling helps me. Yes. Um, I just need, like, quiet time. Like, I'll, I'll be in prayer. Yeah. I'll, read the, I'll read my Bible. I think that really helps me reconnect and get back to my, like, reason why I'm doing everything. And, I love it. And help me remember that I am living my dreams. And the 10-year-old me would be like, oh, my gosh, like, you're living in L.A. Like, you better get it together. Like, you don't get <laughs> to be overwhelmed, you know? You've dreamt about this your whole life. So yes. I think it's just taking a step back and remembering why I'm here and being grateful that I get to live my dreams. It's oh, – I love that. It's it's so powerful. And I, I have that, too, where I – I'm just really learning, you know, following my dreams. It feels right to me. And Mm -hmm. it's, I feel we all are put on earth for different reasons and we all have a purpose and it's, you know, I love it and I'm so passionate about it, but it's, it is so important for me to just have moments of, you know, Megan, you talk about mental health, you, you walk your walk, you've been Mm -hmm. through it, but you also just need, you know, a balance of you have to fill up your cup and yeah. you have to recharge your battery. And I sometimes will go back to what I was raised by and the little things, you know, now at 24 versus when I was 16, if I ever feel anxious now and I don't know why and I'm driving around or something, I'm like, wait, my energy just shifted. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like I'm in a funk. What's going on? I will literally just 
think back, okay, you know, what did I learn when I was younger, when Mm -hmm. I had a therapist, when I was in the middle of it, what helped me then? Because Mm -hmm. I feel throughout our lives, anxiety and depression and panic attacks and body image issues, whatever forms our struggles can come through as and manifest themselves, it's just, there's such great lessons to remember, you know, no matter how old you are, we all can feel anxious or not good enough Mm -hmm, or triggered and um yeah do you ever have something that you go back to like when you are just do you ever find yourself to be in like a funk or do you ever find yourself like oh my gosh am I you know good enough am I going to be am I that because I think for me I like to be really really real with just the viewers of you know, I love what I do and I am so proud of myself, but I am still just a person and I have many days where I do not feel, yeah. I feel like that old inner child, Megan, that's like, will I be pretty enough? And Yeah, I think that's so real and definitely like catch myself in a funk all the time. And I think especially in LA, comparison is so easy to get caught in. Yes. Um, I know in photography, there are so many photographers. Most of my friends are photographers. Mm-hmm. So it's so easy to be like, oh my gosh, they're working with this person. Why didn't I get to do that? Or their presets, they launched our X, Y, and Z. And mine, you know, I should have done better marketing or I should have. Yes. It's so easy to get into that mindset. Um, and I think for me, especially when I was growing up, I I had, I wanted, I had this like desire to do everything in perfection. And mm. I think it gave me anxiety as a kid because I felt like I wasn't supported as much in what I did compared to my siblings. So when I did perform, yes. it had to be perfect. Yes. And if it wasn't, I would have like a mental breakdown of, of like, oh my gosh, they're, now they're really not going to support what I do because yes. I didn't do a good job. Yes. And and um, I think for me, trying to stay out of like the spirit of comparison because that that really gets me in a funk. Yes. Um. So to limit my time because you know, I say limit my time on social media, but my job is basically being on social media. Yes. So it's so hard. And I try to be on it for work and not as much scrolling because I do follow so many photographers. So it could, it's hard, you know, so hard. Um, But yeah, (laughs) scrolling is real. I think just getting out of my own head. Yeah. And again, just remembering that and telling myself like you're doing a good job. And again, like there's someone out there who's comparing themselves to you, you know? And so just saying that to myself as often as I can whenever I catch myself in a funk. Yes. That what you just said really like that is so powerful. You have to it's hard. Like but sometimes you have to be like, oh dang, like I know like I have people in my hometown that are like, I can't believe you live in LA. It's my dream. How did you get to right, do that? Right. And it really humbles me. It oh, that's such a good point too. Um and just remembering that, you know, social media it's so powerful, but it's like I mean, it's just not a coincidence that every single, for me, middle school and high school I speak at, mm-hmm. almost every single teenager always asks me, you know, how do you, you know, because we see you have a lot of followers, Megan. We yeah. see that. And I just like to be very real with them of, okay, well, this is how I balance, you know, using social media as a great and a smart way to build my business and my career, but yeah. also to just have reality checks with myself and remember, you know, for me, I personally can get triggered really easily and to know my triggers and to yeah. know, you know, <laughs> just the scrolling because I end up sometimes in like a black hole where I'm like, oh, everyone. Wait, does. what year is it? Whoa. Yeah. How, <laughs> you're like, I'm back in 2015 on this photographer's Instagram. My gosh. I know where you're kind of like, 
girl set it down yeah <laughs> put the <laughs> for sure it's hard because social media can be such a blessing but it can also be such a curse if you're not using it the right way so true and it's like when when you realize you're following you're stalking your ex-boyfriend's aunt second cousin it's like girl come back to the present moment you just went a little too far get out of there yeah (laughs) that's so funny um that's just so cool so did you ever have a moment when of course we're always still following our dreams so of course Mm -hmm. it never stops but do you have you ever had a moment where you were working with someone or something happened and you just felt like I made it or something of oh my gosh that like that priceless proud feeling of oh my gosh like I did it um I think in two different like areas of my work um I I shot a wedding in Italy this last summer and wow. dream couple, dream wedding. And when I was there, I was like talking to my bride and groom and I was like, well, I can quit wedding photography now. Mm-hmm. Like I've shot my dream wedding mm-hmm. and um, definitely that. And then I had another, I shot, I don't know, uh, do you know who Savannah Chrisley is? Yes. Oh my I gosh, Chrisley her. knows best. Yeah. I, I never love- actually watched the show. I know of it, but I yes. never watched it. Um, but I did her engagement photos last March, and That's they huge. and they got in People magazine. So that was like my first like People feature, which as a photographer, that's like a dream. So I would say those. Nicole. Things. That's insane. Thank you. I mean, that's like vision board goosebumps. One hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That's so incredible. Um, and I, I just think I love talking, especially just it's so nice talking to people like you, where it's just it's just so honest and just so real and I mean we both come from towns outside of LA and Mm -hmm. we both it's just refreshing and it reminds me that you can always reach new heights and we can always just have that good balance of loving ourselves and gratitude but also achieving more and knowing we Mm -hmm. deserve more and wanting more but also because it's just it's nice to have that balance of, you know, like seeing your family or whether it's going home or just grounding yourself. Yeah. But then also being like, oh, my gosh, frick, yeah, I'm, you know, in People magazine. Mm-hmm. I'm on these billboards. I'm doing these incredible things. And then I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely it's it's a fun ride. Oh, and I feel yeah. like especially in L.A., is like with reaching new heights, I think especially as an entrepreneur, like that's why I say you only go the extra mile for things you're passionate Mm -hmm. about. And so if I'm wanting to continue to reach new heights, I have to continue that hustle as if I just, like my cousin always said to me, you have to work as if you're starting your business every day. Like hustle every single day and continue working as if you're just starting out. Because you never hustle as hard as when you're first starting your business. Mm -mm. You're getting all the work. I mean, maybe not for free as much anymore, but but the grind and the hustle as if you're just starting out. And so I think that's super important as an entrepreneur, especially in LA. I love that. And to not lose that spark of Mm -hmm. the excitement of when it first started yeah that goes for everything I think relationships business everything and just to keep that like fire under you of yeah why did I start how did how how would day one Megan feel if yeah she was right here and it's kind of humbling also yes <laughs> it totally is I I think it's just it's you have to keep on reminding yourself if you feel tired or if you feel compary or a uh, compare I'm making that a real word I love it um <laughs> compare comparing yourself you feel all of a sudden just oh my gosh well I don't know if that's insecure it's like girl you started for a reason yeah 
And every single person feels the same way, regardless of if they have, you know, three million followers or we're all still human beings. Yeah, no one is alone in that. It Everyone is trying to grind. Everyone everyone compares himself at one point or the other. Like yes. Everyone is kind of in it together. So I also have to remind myself, like, give yourself some grace mm-hmm. because, you know, it's not easy running a business and wearing all these hats. And so yes. it's okay to feel stressed out yeah. here and there. Yes. But just to, again, like, come back and remind yourself. Of yes. Those, you know, remember when you started, this was your dream and now you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So to try not to let certain things stress you out too much. That's so important. That's that's just so powerful. Do you personally have someone like a dream client or someone that you would just like burst into confetti if they <laughs> reached out to you and said, Nicole, I want to work with you. I want you to take my pictures. Um, I don't know if I, I used to have dream clients like working with celebrities, but I've honestly come to find out that they're not always like the dream clients once you start working with them. Yes. Um, And so I never really ever want to say like, oh, it would be my dream to work with this person because Mm -hmm. sometimes the person next door is just as amazing to work with. That's so true. I I think it's important to be open-minded to just how your journey is going to unfold Mm -hmm. because like you said, I know when I first started, I had such um, just very narrow goals of I want this and I want that. And then- Yes, a lot of my goals have happened and they've been amazing, but it's like so many other things that I was not expecting have unfolded. Well, and I think it's good to not have expectations of like, oh, it's my dream to shoot like Justin Bieber in in Haley's wedding. Yes. Which would be amazing if that happened. Yes. But I think that that shouldn't really be the expectation because then you'll just be let down if it doesn't happen. Yeah. It's just it's such a good reminder of like stay positive, be open minded, Mm -hmm. but also just really, I mean, be open to whatever God or whatever you choose to believe in. Just the the amazing things that they do have in store for us. Yeah, 100 percent. I love that. So when you take pictures for clients, is there a way that you go about it like when you like do you have a process or have you when you first started to now do you have something that you have fine-tuned and it's just simple if there's any photographers watching and they just want to learn is there a tip you have or something that has helped you in your journey of just you know being the best photographer you can be yeah I think like administrative wise Mm -hmm. like Um, Having a program where you are sending invoices and having contracts is super important. I know, especially in L.A., it's like a very flaky town. So people will say they're going to work with you and then cancel last Mm -hmm. minute and then you're out and you've been saving that date. And so I think having a system where Mm. you're keeping track of your clients and your invoices and your contracts is super important. Um, I think when it comes to actual shooting, I think, again, just going above and beyond. Yeah. Um, I always keep, like, extra stuff, like props, I guess, in yes. my car, like hats or denim jackets or, thi- or things that I think would enhance the shoot. Yes. And so I've been on plenty of um, engagement sessions where I see her outfit and I'm like, oh, like, if you throw this denim jacket over for one yes. look, it would be so cute. Yes. And then they leave and you give them that wow factor where yes. when they go to refer you, they're like, oh, my gosh, mm. our photographer even brought extra stuff. 
that was amazing. We were not expecting mm-hmm. that. So when you exceed someone's expectation, they're more likely to um, refer you to someone else. And mm-hmm. so I always try to go above and beyond, whether it's staying an extra hour mm-hmm. when I'm only contracted for eight and just doing it out of the goodness of my heart. You know, that's yes. gonna, that's what's going to get you the referrals. And that's so important in my industry. That's that's so true because it's really you it's just based on your energy and mm-hmm. if people want to work with you and if you yeah. have a good reputation it's literally everything yeah and definitely your attitude and energy on a wedding day is every you can't show up to someone's wedding with a bad attitude no. you know because that will not be good <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah definitely and even having like associates like people that i hired to second shoot with mm-hmm. me i have to make sure that their attitude is is good as well because you can't yes. have someone under your name working for you yes. that is not going to give you the reputation that you want because that day their their name is your name yes that's also important that's powerful so what you said nicole is just it rings so true to me because it's all about being professional and Mm -hmm. on time and really taking pride in your work Mm -hmm. and what you do and knowing that your brand is under your name and Mm -hmm. just having that respect in your journey, have you ever been mentored by someone or just worked under someone and learned really great lessons or took away advice from them? Uh, yeah, I think in any profession, it's really good to have mentors, to have people you look up to that you can strive to be like and yes. to learn from. Yeah. Um, I had a photographer actually in L.A. Her name is Jana Williams, mm-hmm. and she's a wedding photographer. Amazing. And in 2015, I flew out here, took a one-on-one workshop with her, and it changed, like, the game for me. And the workshop, like, it was half kind of uh, branding and marketing, and Mm -hmm. the other half was photography. And what really shook me was the marketing and branding because I was doing it all wrong. Mm. And my business skyrocketed after that, and I really took what she said to heart and started implementing it into my business. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in any profession or in any era of your life where you want it, like, like, get better at I think it's so good to have someone to look up to a mentor that can help you in that area yes um so yes I definitely I still have mentors today so I think that's super important yes that's that's just so helpful because it's almost as if you're just kind of getting an unbiased opinion you Mm -hmm. know it's not like you're working with a family member who just oh yeah loves you and it's like they can't tell you it's just they can give you this perspective of maybe a blind spot Mm -hmm. or just they show you about a different technique or something that worked for them it's Mm -hmm. just I think it's just so important when you're first starting out to just open your mind up to all of the possibilities of all areas like you said of just branding and marketing and ads and social media and just like whatever you want to do professionally is just being open to all of the possibilities of maybe I talk to this person and then it leads to that person. That's how I get my first gig. Or Yeah, and you just want someone who's been there, done that, and yes. what you're trying to do yes. that can help you along the way. And it inspired me so much because it was so beneficial to my business that mm-hmm. I now teach one-on-one workshops. Mm. And, and I am just passionate about helping other photographers or small business mm-hmm. owners um, learn what took me years to learn. Yes. Um, and I just think that's so important. Um, investing in yourself and investing in your business is never waste a waste of time or money. Yes. Um, and I think that's super important. I love that. That is, it's just, yeah. I mean, being an entrepreneur, I, I love just speaking to teenagers and reminding them that truly anything is possible and Mm -hmm. you can follow your dreams and it's amazing but to also just I I wish that there were classes taught in school in high school and middle school that were in college too about 
how to follow your dreams and how to not how to be an entrepreneur because there's no like right way to do it but how to just like how to literally make your dreams happen because a lot of people they may love something but then they can think well how do I make a living doing it yeah it's so funny you say that because in junior high, I've had this dream like my whole life of having of going around and speaking to schools, whether yes. it's like junior high or high school. Yeah. And I always said I would call it like the dream big, like whether I, I, I wouldn't that. really call it like a foundation, but like where I would go and talk to students mm-hmm. about following your dreams, yes. whether you had like I know because for me, I felt like I wasn't really supported. Yes. And so it was harder for me to do it, but I did it and I succeeded. And so kind of like talking to students like if you want to be a singer or a firefighter Mm -hmm. or whatever it is like don't let anyone else tell you that you can't do it yes and so just like dream big and like don't let anything stop you because I think it is so important and people or kids are so easily discouraged and I think now with social media with comparison Mm. like I feel like dreams are crushed even you know earlier now um and so I think I think that is um just something I've always been passionate about is kids just following their dreams and not not doing it because their mom or dad don't approve or yes. their friends aren't doing yes. you know, whatever it may yes. be. Yes. That's just that's so powerful. I want to ask you a question. So okay. imagine this is just like a call-in radio station and we get a call-in from a teenager who's watching and they just are like, Nicole, I, I want to be a professional photographer. I want to be a singer, a songwriter. I or I just, you know, feel unsupported in my family. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, I'm 15, I'm feeling this way. How can I stay positive? How can I stay motivated? How can I, you know, see the light at the end of the tunnel? Just what would your best advice be? Um, yeah, I would say, and this is kind of what I did, is just believe, you don't need anyone else to believe in you if you believe in yourself. Yes. If you truly believe in yourself. Yeah. And so just reminding yourself daily, like, I can do this. I am good at this. Mm -hmm. And having that, whether you write it on your mirror or you Mm -hmm. write it in a journal, whatever it may be. But if no one else is telling you that you can do it, you have to tell you that you can do it. And you'll you'll start to get in the mindset of believing it. Because I I feel like that's what I had to do and that's Mm -hmm. what got me this far. And so I think if you're a teenager and you're struggling with not knowing if you should pursue something or if you're good enough Mm -hmm. at it, if you feel the passion in your heart to do it, then... Mm -hmm you should do it. Yes. And just believe in yourself. Well said. That's Thank you. It's powerful. And I have another question. Okay. So, if you and I always love thinking about this just what would younger Megan think of her now? Mm-hmm. If you could have a moment and sit with teenage Nicole and you could just tell her anything, words of inspiration, motivation or just, you know, girl, you have no idea what's in store. What yeah. would you say? I would say it doesn't have to be perfect because mm. I feel like I struggled a lot with having to do everything in perfection. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that did hinder me a little bit. Not that I, you know, I, I got where I am today. So yes. everything happened for yes. a reason. But I think that I could have done more. And I think I cared a lot what others thought, yes. it being my family or friends. Yes. And so I would say it doesn't have to be perfect and you don't need the approval of right. anyone. Yeah, I I agree so much. I personally struggled so much with just 
wanting my body especially to look perfect at all mm-hmm. times and then it but then I would think, well, Megan, but what does this mean if it's not yeah. perfect? Are you going <laughs> to, I always say this, but are you going to blow up into like dust? You know, nothing yeah. is going to happen, but you think like the world's going to stop. Yeah. It seems way more dramatic in our own minds. Yes. Especially when you're teenagers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So I want to jump into rapid fire questions. Oh, gosh. And this is my favorite part of okay. the interview. And I love just, just quick, whatever is on the top of your mind. Just, okay. So first question. If you have ever in your life been at a place where you felt you couldn't go on, you felt like you were just kind of stuck or trapped in a negative cycle, a rut, um, maybe something at the beginning of your career, or you just felt like, I I don't know if I see the light. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how I can get up there. How did you get up there? Like, how did you kind of overcome it or just was it someone posted something you saw a billboard with a quote or a family member said something or um I think it just ties back to like remembering how hard it like when I moved to LA it's like oh I'm struggling a little bit like I went from doing being really successful making x amount of money and now I'm starting over yes like oh am I gonna hit that again and I think it's just remembering I was there once before and I got through it so I can get Mm. through it again yes that's so powerful and my other question is if you have ever personally struggled with anxiety or panic attacks or mm-hmm. depression or body image issues, how did you personally overcome it or learn to live with it in a healthy way? Was it affirmations or YouTube guided meditations? Like what personally helped you? Um, I don't remember struggling much with anxiety as a kid. Mm-hmm. I think after college, I struggled with a little bit of anxiety. Um and I don't, I never really knew that it was anxiety or how to handle it. I think yeah. it was, again, just the per, like wanting to be perfect. And if it wasn't perfect, I would feel like anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now, though, I don't struggle with it as much. But I feel like for me, or if I were to give advice, like I know for me, it would be in prayer and spending alone mm. time with God. Like that's for me how I would, um, if I'm overwhelmed, that always helps me personally. Um, I know yes. it's different for everyone, but. For me personally, it would just be yes. um, reading my Bible and spending time with God. That's that's beautiful. And uh, next question. If it's so serious, if you could be any type of potato chip, what would you be? Oh my! God. <laughs> Do you have a- um, probably cheddar and sour cream. Ooh, baked. Like a baked baked lays yeah. or ooh? No, the are they? Ba- yeah, baked lays. Oh my gosh. So amazing. I haven't had potato chips in so long. Um, And then my last question is, what is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to you when you were a teenager? Um, The first thing that came to my mind was in college. So can I share that one? Yes, I love the honesty. (laughs) Um, I was walking out of my dorm and I was going to get my mail. There were Mm -hmm. like two big buildings Mm -hmm. and... Still embarrassing. Um, and I walked out to get my mail, and there's a ton of steps, and the the bus came up that like picks up all the students. Yes, so it was called the Catabus. So when it pulls up, like probably fifty to hundred students come yeah, out of it. Yeah. Right when the bus pulled up and opened the doors, I fell down ev- every flight of stairs outside this building. All my mail. F- I mean, it was. <laughs> I can't even explain it. It was the most embarrassing. I mean, and I'm 18 years old. Girl, (laughs) and everyone's standing around like, Uh, "Oh my gosh, she okay?" It was a whole moment. It was very embarrassing. 
that's horrible but funny but just it's funny so, now yes 100 i mean there were people that i actually ran into later that lived in that dorm that were like oh my gosh you were that girl that fell down the steps that yes. one day yeah yep that was me <laughs> oh my gosh um that's amazing so Thank you so much, Nicole. Oh my gosh, of course. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being so honest and so open and just your story is so inspiring. And I think it's just so refreshing for all of the teenagers and viewers to really know that, you know, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you just make it happen. And like Mm -hmm. you said, it's just taking pride in yourself and showing up and just not forgetting how you felt day one versus, you know, you're four years into it. Yeah. Keep that same drive and don't, you know, dip up and down or become kind of stagnant. Yeah. And believe in yourself. Yes. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for watching. This is the Reaching New Heights podcast with me, Megan Gallagher. You can find me on Instagram at Megan W. Gallagher. And where can the viewers find you? Um, so I am on Instagram at Nicole Balsamo Photo. Um, YouTube is just Nicole Balsamo. And then my website and all that is on my Instagram. Amazing. And Nicole, do you have any fun projects coming up or new things happening? Um, I feel like I'm always trying to do something. I am launching a new project in April for my 30th birthday. Oh, my I gosh. I can't say it yet, but it's going to be super exciting. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to this podcast. I want to leave you all with this. Everything is happening for you, not to you.